ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Can you believe it? The one morning, the one day, the one Saturday we need rain in Sydney to wash out England, Sri Lanka. And look at it. It's bloody beautiful out there. Yes. You Where know the... what? You know what, Richard Free? I'm what? I'm angry today. Hello, Candice. Hello, Richard. Oh, hello. Hello, Dan. Well, that last night, you know what it was like Can last just night? Just be a little bit more upbeat. The sun is out. Be a bit more upbeat. You've come in here with quite a bad attitude this Yeah, well, morning. because oh. we all sat through that last night. You're selling joy this morning. <laughs> we have to talk about your husband during the show. Okay. Yeah, can no. he bat left-handed, please? Can what? he just bat normally? You know what? Can you ask him that? He was killing them. I'm not out there. He I don't have a little piece in and say, do this shot, do that shot. Really? Can you do anyway, better? Anyway. Probably not. Anyway. Anyway. Leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> what I wasn't listening. Um, good morning, everyone. No, it was, it, was, it was like, you know when you cook a steak, but you forget about it, it's on the grill, and you and then you got it, and it's so chewy, and you just got to... That's what last night was like. Well, maybe not really, but... <laughs> what? Well, I'm just saying, you were looking forward to this You're meal. You're yeah. We were going to destroy the Afghanistan side and get ahead of England yeah. on run rate, and then... they've got one good player. And we only and won what? Oh, by is he a four runs. Four yeah. runs is all we won by. Rashid Khan was on fire he in the air. 48 of 23, and he was just hitting sixes and yeah. fours. For absolute fun. Um, we're going to be probably edged out by a team that lost to Ireland, and yet we deserve not to make the finals. <laughs> Can I say, Ireland are pretty competitive. Josh Little got a hat-trick yesterday. Isn't he been New a Zealand. revelation? Yeah. Absolutely he has, and I think Ireland have been, um, hasn't been as easy as everyone thought they'd be. They've, they've been the star, they've been the star, you know. <laughs> oh, there's Friedman with his damning with faint praise. Mark Waugh's going to join us to uh, go through the rubble of uh, the Australian performance to this point. Not not eliminated. Kangaroos played this morning. I know Richard loves his World Cup because yes, the time's right right beautiful. 48 to 4. 48 to 4. We'll talk about it. Look, it was exactly what you thought it was. It was no contest, and Australia just doing enough to. Do what they did. It's turning the wheel, the old. We've got a lot to get through. Candace's quiz is back. Hundred dollar Bingley voucher. Uh, Brent Reid's going to join us from the UK. We are actually going to have. Well, we're going to attempt to have an intelligent conversation. An intelligent conversation. I know. About. You never told us this. Gambling in sport, uh, television, and radio. And and hey, we're not hypocrites here. Nothing wrong with that. We're sponsored by Sportsbet. Uh, but things are changing. The term gamble responsibly is getting turf. Another uh, set of terms. Is that going to make any difference? Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends, and you can call us anytime. One triple three five three. Good morning. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. We need this guest to 
put us in a better mood. We need we, something. We've turned up today. We've sacked half the batters. We've sacked half the bowlers. The yeah. selectors I'm are in a joke. great mood. Why? You, well, because you're going to get your husband back tomorrow because they're not going to make the semis. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know what nah, Sri Lanka are on. capable of. Come you know on. they don't deserve, Candice, you know they don't deserve to make anyway, the semis. Anyway, here's a man Do you agree with that? Here's a man who has been no a professional comment. Selector, as opposed to us, who are amateur selectors like everybody else. <laughs> Mark War, part of the Triple M family, the Triple M uh, cricket uh, coverage beginning uh, n- uh, next week or the week after with one day, as then it gets serious with the test. But Mark War, good morning to you. G'day, guys. Uh, I don't know if I can offer anything uh, too too bright and breezy, but we'll, we'll do our best um, to assess what happened last night and moving forward for the rest of the World Cup. Firstly, Mark, you like we've said, you were once a, the national selector. What did you make of Stark missing out on the side last night? Well, I think I think tactically we just got it horribly wrong. I, I, I find it hard to believe that Mitchell Stark was not in that team last night, given the fact that we already had four right-arm seam bowls in the team uh, with Stoinis, Cameron Green, Hazelwood and Cummins. So, and then we put a fifth one in who hasn't played, Payne Richardson, for... A long time, and he's more of a holding type bowler. He's not. A, he's not an out and out wicket taker like Mitchell Stark. So I, I found it amazing that he wasn't playing. I thought it was a big mistake. Okay, a really big, big mistake. Okay, let's talk about the the batting order at the moment. That's been a, a point of mm. contention for the whole series. We go in with the the, the full on attacking batting order, albeit missing you know one or two with uh, yeah. with injury. And d- d- do we surely not need someone who can just hold an end up for a for a an innings? Well, not not last night we didn't. We needed someone who could attack. So I, I get your point there. But I think last night, again, tactically, um, we got it wrong with the bat. Once Davey Warner got out at two for 50 after five overs, surely you send in Glenn Maxwell. Really? You're sending Steve Smith, yeah. who hasn't had any match practice for a month, who's, who's not a player who's going to go and hit six and fours. We needed to win that game and win it by a margin, yet we sent... We left Glenn Maxwell at number six last night. Now, he hasn't been in the best of form, but that sort of bowling attack Afghanistan present, that's perfect for him to make a statement, and he did when he got in. But why not send him in at number four after five overs? We needed 200-plus to win last night, to win that game and put pressure on England. Instead, we we were passive. Um, we were flat. Our body language was ordinary in the mm. field. I, I can't work out that performance last night. I know we won and we put pressure on England to win today, but really that, that was a pretty flat performance. But let's be honest, Mark. That's been the whole tournament. You take out a, Mar- a Marcus Stoinis cameo in Perth, yeah. and this has been the whole tournament. Well, it has because it started against New Zealand, obviously, and then against Sri Lanka. If they had another fast bowler fit, they would have nearly beaten us in Perth. We were struggling to beat them there apart from Marcus Stoinis. Then against Ireland, we beat them, but we had them five for 25. Yeah. And we should, really should have knocked them over for less than 100. And if we did that, we'd be in a lot better position with the net run rate. Um, washed out against England. I, I get the feeling that washout, both teams probably wanted a washout because it you know, was a point each, kept them in the, in the competition. So it's just from the outside, it just doesn't look right. I don't think our team looks very happy. You know, I, I watched some faces last night. The body language wasn't right. So... I don't know what's going on there, but I think, you know, we've, we've got it wrong probably right from the warm-up games, really. All right. So now we're just going to be eagerly waiting for the for the match mm. tonight, England versus Sri Lanka. All of Australia will be behind Sri Lanka hoping that they do yeah. the job. How do you see this game panning out? 
Well, I thought of all the three games, the last games, uh, New Zealand, Ireland, Australia, Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, England. I thought Sri Lanka were the best chance of an upset. Mm. That was an allowing for Afghanistan last night. They'll be beating us. But I, I think they're a hope. I, I do. But realistically, England are a strong side. I think England's, um, I think they'll win, unfortunately. You know, and probably Australia don't deserve to get through, to be honest. And you mentioned that earlier in our, in our conversation that they haven't played well enough. They've only got themselves to blame. So, look, we're hoping for Sri Lanka to win. They do have some talent. Uh, I, I grant them that. But I think, I think all things being equal, England look a bit too strong for Sri Lanka today. And there's no rain around. No. Can you believe it? <laughs> all right. Well, we're, 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 cheering, uh, we're cheering Sri Lanka, but I think we've all almost accepted our fate that Australia aren't going to make the semis. But whatever happens, happens. We'll see you in a few weeks. Mark War. See ya. Beautiful. Mark Ward joining us on the Dead Set Legends. Just one thing before we go. You know what no one has talked about? What? Justin Langer's not the coach anymore. And things have, are going somewhat They haven't gone awry. very well. Look, yes. Since the player That's power true. pushed him. And it's interesting. Patrick Cummins, it's the first time he's copped adversity in his career. And I don't think he's handling it well. Mm. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Set and match. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends brought to you by Sportsbet. Get on the Sportsbet app today and start a bet with mates group. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Hey, favourite call of the day uh, wins a Bunnings. Oh, that's a good one. A Bunnings voucher for Who 50 decides? bucks. Can you use the Bunnings voucher for the sausage sizzle? No. Oh, you That's, can't. No, it's run by you'd charity. Have, you'd have to get it's not run by sausages. To, uh, well, you might have a big family. <laughs> you might be fond of the sausage. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't be crying, Paul. I saw the Instagram post of you. Oh, finally home. And it's this beautiful uh, uh, balcony overlooking uh, the ocean, Richard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think, oh, yeah. I don't think she needs a $50 bet. Ba- no, but I'm just saying, it. can you use it on the sausage sizzle? Oh, you can't use no. it. Why okay. well, have you got to complicate such a no, I don't. Thing? Exactly. <laughs> can't you just pay it's the $2 for funny. the sausage? But I, listen, I'm asking for other people. Who I know. Of course you are. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Candice, what do we make of Richard's ensemble today? So Richard's obviously, he fancies his chances in a race. You know when Richard's got a, a, a good horse running because he comes in a beautifully crisp iron shirt. Yes. His hair gelled You'd slick call, back. Yeah, Gordon Gecko style his hair. shoes are clean. Yeah, a powder blue shirt. Uh, I'd call them slacks, yeah. bone colored yes, slacks. slacks, yeah. This is a classic R.M. Williams look. He looks like he means business day. You must have a winner. You Stop must... targeting me, you two. Oh, it's a nice change oh. that it's not me. All right. No, this is – people out there don't think any of this is genuine. This is – they're leading up to something. No, they're no, no. They're cooking something up. I was turning because we'd hammered Candice for 10 minutes. I thought it was time to hammer you. But, right. it, okay, let me change again. Uh, kangaroos, I don't know, 48 to 4 over Lebanon. Josh Adokar, well done him. Five tries. Four. It was five, Four. Richard. One was a strip and should have been a penalty. 11 uh, for the, the whole World Cup. He's leading the try scoring. He's been on fire. I'm sorry. I was underwhelmed by the Kangaroos today. Now, I know, look, they, they did what they had to do. Uh, Lebanon were, were spirited, as you'd expect. Um, but when missing one-on-one tackles in the first 30 minutes led to all, most of the points for the Kangaroos early. So, you know, it was obvious they weren't 
Cleary re- was really the, off as well. Yes, I was about to say that. It's obvious Lebanon weren't, you know, in, in the same field as, as the Kangaroos, mm. but a few of them were off. Harry Grant made a lot of errors. Cleary was shocking for the first 20 minutes. I think the biggest danger, and they will deny this, that the management, the coach, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, we're not worried about their intensity. It's been dropping because they've been playing, you know, sides half half as good as them. That they will be worried about that because that intensity drops subconsciously. It's not something the players are consciously trying to do. It's subconsciously their intensity is dropping and you can't tell whether it's going to come back in time to win a tough match. I know I'm a month late on this, but I, you know, I was away, so I didn't really see much of the first part of the That's tournament. That's right. You were in the audience at The View. That's right. Yes. Fantastic, by the way. <laughs> Um, I didn't think you would be sort of that kind of well, guy. Well, being the giving man, I like to take people where they want to go, and the people I was with oh, wanted nice. to go to the view. So that's a sort of yeah, nice guy. Selfless. You can, you can but take, you like you can, unlike Richard. He, he some lessons, Candice. Okay, all right. Um, now I forgot the point no, I was I'd about get, to make. I'd get tickets and get someone else to take them. Oh, no. I t- <laughs> no, I'll t- tell you what, you took me off my point here. It is bloody hard watching the kangaroos with all those numbers. I know uh, I'm a month yeah. I know everyone had a whinge a month ago. And from what I understand, that is all... I don't mean to hammer Mal, but that's all Mal and management's fault. They had the choice. How do you not give Cam Munster the six jersey and Cherry Evans the seven jersey and because he's the incumbent and then you have Cleary and whatever jersey he gets? And As a caller, would that upset you? It would, but you'd, you'd, you'd find a way through it. I mean, well, you'd study them like a race caller. A yeah. race caller is studying... Colours. Colours, but he's doing it every 40 minutes. He's I having know. to change. He's having to change. So you'd adapt. I'm not worried about yeah. it as a caller, but I'm saying as a viewer. And I'm watching uh, blokes carve through. Uh, Harry Grant's in a weird... They're all in weird numbers. Anyway, the, the, I'm glad to get that off my chest. Cam Murray was very good, I thought, though. Mm. What did you think, Richard? I, th- I thought, he, yeah, he was pretty good. Look, they're all playing pretty well. But he's pretty well enough to beat... You know, a top side. I don't that's, think that's it's what I it, want to know. if they play against New Zealand like they did today, they will not beat well, New Zealand. Ben Hunt comes back in and he'll come off the bench or he'll start and Harry Grant will come off the bench. That'll totally change them. Uh, Cleary got that one under his belt. Apparently he was crook this week. That's, you know, fight. Tedesco was Tedesco. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was good. So do you think Cherry Evans and Hunt will be on the bench against New Zealand? No. No? no Cherry Evans will be done. You don't think he'll be on the bench? No? No, no, surely not. Ben Hunt has to come into the side. Yes. He's. In fact, Ben Hunt probably should start and Harry Grant come off the bench. But anyway, the point is they're way off. But you're right. And New Zealand's had the same run coming in. So it's not they're, as if they're any, any going to be better prepared for next week. We'll be, we'll be concerned at the intensity drop and whether it comes back in time. They're going to play a good, another, a good side. If that side gets away to a flyer, it'll be very hard to pick them back. All right, Candice's quiz. See, see, this is what it's done to me. <laughs> I'm having a coughing fit because it's time for Candace's quiz. One triple three five three triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner, Dan Kinane on a Saturday morning. Thanks to Sportsbet. Oh, Sportsbet have a market, by the way. I'll get to that on whether I'll get my bags back from Allegiant Airlines. Do they really? Yeah, we'll get to that. What, we'll do that a little. What price later. are you not getting them back? Uh, not short enough. Let me tell you, because it's a dollar one. Get on the sports bet app today. Start a bet with mates. Group gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. All right, uh, it is time for this. 
Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends 4, Candace's Quiz! All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. Richard's just here. He's got his hand. He, well, he did have his hands in his heads like it's yeah, some I mean, sort of headache to do this. I can't believe you've got a sponsor for this. Why, why is that so hard to believe? Anyway, we well, have listen, Anthony, find out. <laughs> Anthony from Brookvale. Anthony, how are you going? Good, thanks, Candice. Thank Just you. have to say that uh, David's a legend, but you're a legend, and this is the best quiz show ever. And you know what? You're a legend for calling up, oh, so I hope that you win go. today. You don't have to suck up, mate. You're yeah, going to win. You're going to no. get the money anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, Just Richard. Just making a bird of it, Anthony, aren't you? Anthony, <laughs> uh, you're against Richard today, so Richard, oh, I'll ask you. You really are You're a dollar one. (laughs) Richard, the Women's Rugby World Cup semifinals kick off tonight. Name two of the four remaining teams. Oh, that's gettable. Yeah, it's it's easy. That's gettable, Richard. Australia. Oh, my God. Didn't you just do a live read for it, Rich? Are you you serious? Your mind is clearly... All right. Can I just... we just read this live read. The Women's World Cup semi-finals kick off tonight. <laughs> Heavy favourites England are taking on Canada. It's on the script right in front of you. <laughs> All right, go, go I on, choose Kate. not to answer correctly. All right, on, Anthony. This rubbish over with. The Dolphins joined the NRL competition. Stop looking at my sheet, Richard. The Dolphins joined the NRL competition next year. Before them, who were the most recent team to join the comp? Oh, I have to be... Come on. The Gold Coast Titans. Oh, you yes. are correct. Well done. Yeah, I suspect someone in the background there or Google or something. <laughs> Go on. All right, Richard, the Wallabies. Stalling there. I know how much you love rugby, so yeah, another rugby question. When you wear your cashmere sweater around I your I do shoulders, not wear them. You do a pink one. The Wallabies play France tomorrow. Who won the last time these two teams played each other? Oh, it's a 50-50. Unless yeah, it, it is. Draw. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the I'll take the short odds here and say wallabies. You're right. No, you okay. saw my sheet. I didn't see your sheet. No one cares about your sheet. Well, they do. All Anthony, right. one, one. who won the yeah. Melbourne Cup this week? That was the top weight. Hmm. It was paying a, a lot of money. Oh, hang, on, on, now, hang, on, hang on, hang on, Come on, hang on. He's got see, you know five seconds. One. Five, four, three, nice. two, oh, two, no, one. Four more out. Ah, uh, gold trip. Gold trip. Okay. I could beat it. I know. You should have got the first question. Yeah, okay, Richard. Western Sydney Wanderers play the Central Coast Mariners tonight. Where are the Wanderers sitting on the table? Oh, no. yeah. Second. You've seen my shit. <laughs> he said, like, no way. <laughs> this is, this no, is going to be a world first. No way. All right, Anthony, oh, wow. you need to get this question right okay. to equal with Richard. Okay, our men's league team are called the Kangaroos. Rugby Union are the Wallabies. What are the Australian women's netball team called? Diamonds. Yes, oh, okay. all right. Oh, no. So Didn't even need Google for that one. We don't get to this point very often, so how would we like to do this? You, what, you don't have a question. Pre- okay, so what I'm going to, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the question out. And, and the first your, one And your answer. name can be your buzzer, Okay. 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 All right. Th- this is how you do tiebreakers, Candice. You have a closest two. You have some... No, no, I'm happy with how I'm doing it. Uh, so just okay, quiet fine. over there, Dan. No, nah, fine. Uh, okay. No, nah, it's a great quiz, Candice. Yeah, okay. so I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> Name one of the two teams playing in the NBL Christmas Day match. Oh, 
Can someone say Sydney, Sydney Kings? Sydney Kings. <laughs> All right, no, Anthony, you, you you said your name first. What's the answer? Sydney Kings oh. and yes. Melbourne. Yes. Well done, <laughs> Anthony. You are our winner. Congratulations. Uh, that's that's, well done, Anthony. Well done. Thanks, I, thanks Richard. You're a legend. Well the first one we've had that was Googling or doing something untoward. But anyway, hey, wins the $100 Bingley prize. Surprise, hey, surprise. Richard, you did all right today. Thank you, Ken. Sports up. How do you not know that's the city? You know, it's the NBL. It's a Christmas Day game. The Kings will have to be involved. Triple. I'm disappointed in you, Richard. I said Sydney Kings. Sports update. Yeah, only after I said it. Sports update coming up after this. Triple M. Dead said legend. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Dan Ganane. As we flagged last week, the Melbourne Cup, not quite what it used to be. Uh, look, it's still the biggest race by a million miles in this country, but Ooh. Gold Trip's win was watched on track by the smallest non-capped affected crowd, non-COVID-affected crowd in over 40 years. Richard, the TV numbers were atrocious on Channel 10. That's not including Sky and Racing.com. I get all that. But you know what doesn't help them? Channel 7 put the big dance on mm. and get 300,000. 300,000 on that. a Tuesday watching the big dance. Channel with- 7 also walloped Derby Day, which is possibly one of the greatest days racing in, in the calendar. And arguably is. More than double. And they absolutely smashed. It just shows the, the, the star power of Bruce McAvoney. When, you, when you're talking about horse racing, I think people want to see Bruce. They you know he they knows want to he, see and Rob loves Mills. his horse racing, and he's an expert at it. <laughs> I beg your pardon? You know, they don't want to see Rob Mills? Okay. No. I watched, I'll tell you what, I watched a bit of the 10 coverage. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's the same coverage you've seen for 40 years of horse I racing. I think it's not familiar, though. I love when you turn on and you, you hear. See the same old faces. Uh, yeah. Habit yes. is, and, and habit's so underrated, but also. I think a lot of people turn on seven because they're used to watching seven for the big races. Yeah. And the races are on. Thinking Melbourne Cup, <laughs> watching it in the background. Yeah. All of a sudden, I saw a lot of people complaining. Three o'clock came and went. Where's the Melbourne Cup? Yeah. <laughs> they, they and missed the big dance. I actually didn't turn it on. And, and it was purely because, of course, I That's was busy. Australian it, is on, it, it is, absolutely. And I love racing. But there's something nostalgic and something great about when you turn on, you have it in the background but, and you, yeah. you hear I, I said McAvaney's it on voice Twitter this week. Or you know, whoever it may be. There's a, there's a variety of things that have gone wrong for, for that particular race. And one of them is too many international horses. People don't know the form. They're not interested in those horses. It needs to get back to a mostly Australian race. Don't mind a few internationals. Adds a bit of flavour. Yeah. But they've got half the field, too many. Um, also, the internationals brought all the, the negative publicity about the catastrophic injuries mm. and, and those sorts of things. So that was a, that was an unforeseen side issue from the internationals and the switch to channel 10. Now, if they can switch all those things back, then they can get back on track again and people will love One it. One more year left in that deal. I'd be stunned if they didn't go back to seven, but seven can it. lowball them now. Seven's got them by the cruets because they've yeah. ripped half their audience. Well, they've ripped more than half their audience away. You know what? Seven, seven can get more than they've ever got before and it'll still be worth it for the so club. So if Channel 10 miss out on the Melbourne Cup, what sport would they have? I don't know. None. I don't know either, but um, it, it can't be good. for. They paid $100 million for five years, so $20 million a year, $4 million a race day. 
I believe for a hundred thousand viewers on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, what, did we? That's so why was Seven the, wouldn't pay it. Was the whole purpose of the Melbourne Cup? So as soon as they go to the ad, we can get a four-minute ad for the Bachelor. I'll give you a tip. I'm not watching the Bachelor, and I think most of the audience that watch the Melbourne Cup will have no interest in the Bachelor. So this halo effect, I'm, it's yeah, just, it's uh, it's it square peg in a round hole stuff. I believe it was sold to them on the basis that it was CBS money. Yes. And that was going to be promoted internationally so they can make this international race. Oh, and Andrew Eddingshausen is going to be a star in China. There you go. Uh, a week <laughs> is a long time in netball. Seven days ago, the sport was in a $15 million hole. That hole has been filled, albeit in, look, hey, they got their money, but it does seem to be an act of political opportunism and charity, to be honest. Victorian government bailed them out. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. It's, it is political opportunism and... It's a charity gift. I so mean, what are they going to get for it? The Victorian government. Oh, they've, you know what? Don't events. ask that question because they'll have a tome of reasons why it's a great idea because they have people working on that who do nothing else than justify some of the decisions they make. But I bet they now get not just them, uh, all governments. Major the, the the Super Netball Grand Final, which was in Perth this year. I bet that never leaves Victoria while this sponsorship happens. Probably, Dan. It just. It astounds me. I, I I just get angry about how the whole thing blew up because it didn't need to. Wallabies versus France tomorrow morning. Will anyone be watching? Oh. Is that on? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, I knew it was on. Well, let's not bash rugby. No, actually, I quite like... That's a good test. I actually quite like watching the French Wallabies play because usually a free-flowing match, plenty yeah. of running. Nick White's been recorded. Mm. So um, Dave Rennie... He continues to rotate those the halfbacks ahead of the World Cup. Um, so that comes at the expense of Tate McDermott. There you go. I wasn't bagging your sport, rugby people. I'm talking about the time slot because it's overnight. Yeah. Will you be watching? Actually be, I reckon it could actually be a really good match. I think Absolutely they're pretty well matched. Could. All right. Um, speaking of good, Richard's tip. That's coming up next. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Can I just say, I love Phil Collins. And sometimes I will put um, at home, I will like put the YouTube on the TV and, and listen to one of his concerts. Man, he's good. I never would have thought you were. I would have thought Richard was a Phil Collins. I love Phil why, Collins. Why would that be? Because he's our vintage, Richard. I'm putting myself in your vintage. I love Phil Collins. I love Phil yeah. Collins. He's a bit younger. Yeah, Phil Collins is good. Oh, on the, when he gets on those drums. <laughs> so he has yeah. to be a drummer. Does he still wear the monkey suit? Have you heard, what's the monkey suit? <laughs> don't, you, don't you remember this that This one, ad? from the Cabri's ad. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a monkey that yeah, did that it. Yeah, it wasn't Phil Collins. Yeah. I thought it was Phil. Uh, read his autobiography. Interesting guy. Dark guy, but interesting guy, Phil Collins. Um... Now, I'll tell you what, Candice, we've worked out how to get the best out of Richard's tip. Get your husband to start <laughs> asking questions in the songs because we got more information out of Richard about other people's horses than we ha- we could ever get on air. No, I, I just gave my opinion to You're fearful young about David. bagging horses on air in case they actually win. He's trying That's to, really just, he's trying to save thing. us some money by telling us the advice on certain horses. Well, I, I did give him the advice on my horse in the million dollar race, Misty Legend. I think he's got the ability to win the race, but yes. whether he's got the maturity and the and the race craft to do it because he's having his first run in a race. Okay. So your tip, I think you should not tip your horses. I'm not way. tipping it. I'm tipping yeah. something else. I'm going to Melbourne. Yes. Although I've had a very good week, by the way. Well, you have had a good week. Yes. Uh, congratulations. You. Were, what's, what's the scorecard? Because it has been a good week. 
uh, had a Group 2 second placing, a Group 1 second placing, a feature win, and another win in the week. So, And you, you told us none of that no, throughout nothing. the week. So none of us no, I didn't want to jinx myself. could I get t- on it. Can I take the piss taking away for 50, for, you know, we've done that for 50 minutes. You must be so proud of your son. Yes, he's doing well. He's doing well. You know, can't say too much good about him because he's fairly confident. I wonder where he got that from. Must have been his mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now that uh, you've tossed aside the possibility of um, praising your kid, give us a tip. <laughs> I did say Opportunity. he's doing well. Well, yeah, but you sort of well. just no, ran through it. He'll quickly. make a very good trainer. Once I've taught him everything I've uh, Well, I gave him the chance to praise you. It's all right. Great house. I like great house in race four at Flemington today because I know his form's going to look a bit dodge uh, and he's going to be $8, but he does not like wet going. And he's going to get back on a firmer track today. Mm. Well, it's a good last. four at the moment yes. at Flemington. He's, gonna, he's getting on a What's firmer track. Again? Great house. Great house. And he's okay. got a bit going for him. James McDonald, who's oh. just been unbeatable this week. And uh, C. Waller. Waller. Oh, he would geez. have been disappointed not to get to race in the Melbourne Cup after winning it last year. Yes, but that's how the ball bounces, you know. Sometimes mm. it just works that way. Jockeys are used to that. He just gives someone else a go too. Yeah, I know. But yeah. anytime J-Mac's on a, on a horse, you go, okay, well, we're going to win here. I, I he do, is a fabulous jockey. I do love, jo- uh, uh, and they could be right, journos ago, oh, he's the best jockey in the world. How do you know? Oh, honestly, obviously his strike rate here is outstanding. I'm not questioning that. But how well, do you compare a jockey here to the UK? Well, or he to, did yeah, ride in the UK this year, during the middle of the year. And, and blitz them? Well, no, because he didn't get the same opportunity that he gets here. But the experts in the UK did say, I think this guy, is, if he's not the best in the world, he's very close well, to Well, there it. you go. Okay, there's high price. Because the Americans have a different riding style, yeah, don't they? On different tracks, a whole different kettle of fish. That, what th- does make him so good? Is it his intuition, when to go, when to hold... Back, what is it besides from it's, the fact that he gets good horses? It's the, all of the above. All of the above. He's got to have the full set of skills and he's got them. Are they like race car drivers? You know, race car drivers have all the bravado and then they crash. And then and then it just chips away at it a little bit. Is it the same with a jockey that you can have all the bravado in the world, but then if things start going wrong, that gets chipped away? Um, I guess that's human nature, isn't it? That's what I mean. I think they're, they're humans like everybody else. They do need a lot of confidence. That's what I mean. The, the confident, when they're confident, they make those split-second decisions so precisely and without a second thought. When they lose their confidence, they start second-guessing themselves. That's that it. affects the split-second decisions. I think he's that's almost come back a better jockey after his suspension. Since that, you know, When he's come back from that, he has just, honestly... Uh, I don't know how many group ones he has actually won, but there's it's been a lot. it's been a hell yeah. of a lot. Great and, interview, by the way, Mark Zara on Channel Ten. We spoke about Channel 10's I'll t- I'll coverage. Tell you they se- didn't beep him; they couldn't beep him. I'll tell you what separates uh, James McDonald from a lot of jockeys is that he is fully engaged in the whole sport, from breeding right through to the training. Right. He's 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 not doing it, but he's engaged in it, and he loves it, and he wants to know about it all the time. And that's, he's right through the whole gamut of the sport. Well, he's into it. I think we're all very comfortable to be on J-Mac today. Uh, $8.50 on the sports bet app. Great house, number four. Race uh, four. Race four, number four, Flemington. Yep. Good luck, everyone. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Biggest story of the week. Good morning, everyone. Biggest story of the week was the, the lions escaping the zoo. 
I'm just reading here the top story of the Daily Telegraph website. Taronga Zoo, this is today, has now answered the question everyone has been asking. Five lines escaped from their exhibit when the fastenings of the mesh lion-proof fence failed. It can also be... Hang on, what does that mean? The mesh lion-proof fence failed? Well, the mesh came away from some support or something and left a gap and the lions have gone... Wacko. Could you imagine if the lines you just you know going up Military Road or <laughs> even just through Mossman and Yeah, I'm glad the, they didn't the, make the look, it out of the zoo. Oh, that would have you know what no, I would, would have loved to have no, seen. No, because that. they might have had to do awful things to No, it would have been yeah. funny. You know? Uh it can also be revealed that zoo staff risked their lives to search for two children who had become separated from their school group while the Code 1 emergency was underway. Classes from three schools were camping overnight. I didn't know that happened. At Taronga, as part of the zoo snooze program, when the Code 1 alarm came through. Could you imagine, like, what an experience if you're one of those school kids and all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, oh, my goodness. We had a similar thing at the stable last night. We had oh, a, sure. We had an escapee. Okay. Yeah. A filly knows how to let herself out if you don't do the bottom latch up properly. Let herself out and then let other horses out. That's smart. Wow. I know. She's a little clever. She's meeting a colt? Well, there were colts in there. She could have. <laughs> I don't no. want to know. No, no, Rich. I, I don't, don't want to picture what is going on in there. I'll have to check. Uh, Triple M Dead Set Legends. <laughs> the way gambling ads are portrayed on TV and radio is changing. Is it going to make a difference? We're going to talk about that and actually try and be intelligent about it. One triple three five three Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms. Or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, Candace, Rich and Dan. We're going to the UK. Talk about the Kangaroos win over Lebanon uh, shortly. Now, Rich, you might have to help me here because I'm aware of this story but don't have the finer details. But it looks like... Um, there's going to be some changes to gambling advertising. And obviously, we're not hypocrites here. This show is sponsored by sports. But basically, yep. anything Triple M does in the world of sport is helped by gambling. So we're not, you know, yep. poo-pooing gambling advertising. It's legal. And um, there are certain parameters that have to be met in terms of you can't give live odds during a, a call. I think I think there's a limit five minutes before a game or something like that, and then during a game. And obviously, any time you have someone spooking advertising, they say gamble responsibly. Yes. Now, the government seems to have decided, probably accurately, that the expression gamble responsibly is having zero impact. It is just patter. And now we're going to have a whole bunch of other terms. Um, have I got this right? Yes, that's right. Seven of them, I believe, or eight of them or something like that. They're going to rotate them around. You so, got them there? So instead of gamble responsibly, get ready for anytime we have Joel Kane from Sportsbet, you know, uh, giving yep. us the odds. Thanks, Joel. Chances are you're about to lose. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. What's gambling really costing you? Thanks, Joel. What are you prepared to lose today? <laughs> Set a deposit limit. Oh, well, so I'll give it, I'll say this. It, it's sort of. You know, I said, I'm laughing because this actually sounds like me. When Dave has a punt on a Saturday, this actually sounds like now, my voice. This is exactly the point. All right. Now, how much effect does that have on Dave? Zero. Yeah. Because well, punters don't think they're going to lose. So this will have no meaning to them. Oh, you're going to lose. You could lose. How much is it costing you? They don't care. One triple three five three People, if you want to have your say, now's the time. Some of the other expressions that you're going to hear. Imagine what you could be buying instead. 
Here's another one. Another bet. <laughs> you win some, you lose more. This is me. This is me. What are you really gambling with? And then the last one, which got uh, uh, the Herald did a poll. This one, no one likes this one. Think, is this a bet you really want to place? The one that people seem to think, if if any of these are going to have an impact, is chances are you're about to lose. No, that'll have zero impact That on punters. I've grown up with punters. I've been around punters for my entire life. Are you a punter? Yeah, I'm a punter. But punter, I'm not a, I'm not the, I'm not the problem, right? I'm not the punter they're trying to affect here because I'm very disciplined about my punting. I see it as a method of making money and I do make money at it. Not enough to pay tax on, but. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't share those tips with us, but anyway, but, keep going. But punters, they don't think they're going to lose. That's why they punt. The, the ones who are punting too much, it's an addiction. Mm. I don't think that'll have any effect on it. I, look, I might be wrong, but I just so what, don't think it'll work. what do you think would be a better, well, let's get, better let's, way about let's it? Let's separate the punting. Punting is, div- is divided into two sorts of, of betting. One is gaming. One is wagering. Mm. Wagering is betting on sport, betting on the racehorses, having a bet, you know, see who, who's going to win, who's going to lose. Gaming is putting money into a poker machine. And... That is the real problem. Yes, it is. Uh, that is the one that they're, you know, they, they're attempting to tackle now. And uh, there'll be a lot of people out there who play the pokies and enjoy it and don't have a problem, but there are so many That's who right. do. Wagering, different thing. It's, it's harder to become addicted. There's no doubt some people do, but there's less of them. And I don't think this is going to have a great no. deal of it. Well, I mean, they put on cigarette packets, you know, people with tracheotomies uh, and it doesn't have any impact. Because smokers don't believe that's will be them. You know what affects smokers? The tax. That's what affects them. And the addicts are going to just cough up anyway. Um, you lent into another interesting topic. Geez, we're getting very serious here. Very uh, <laughs> 2GB here um, <laughs> is the cashless card for pokies. Yeah. Now, Richard, I like a pokey, right? But I can control it. That's fine. I think this is a fabulous idea. I, I remember one of the lockdowns, right? I was with a mate and we said, let's go to the pub. When they open at midday, at midnight, we'll go and have a punt because we had one in about six months. It was the first big COVID lockdown. And we were in one of these VIP lounges down here in Sydney, in the city, which is, you know, it's Rafferty's rules there. And I've never seen so many people in tracksuit pants uh, with... Uh, bum bags full of cash, <laughs> feeding them through a machine. Yeah. Joe, I wonder where they got that cash from, and I wonder what they were doing with that cash. And they didn't seem to be playing the machine for very long. And, and you don't even have to put the cash through the machine to, to launder it either. You, you can actually – I'm not sure the exact details because I've, I've never done it and I never will, but they can actually wash the money without actually putting it through the machine. How? Well, I, I think they load up credit or something and then cancel it, and, yes. it, and they get a yeah, receipt for that. There's now machines there. You yep. put the cash in, it prints out a ticket, yep. and then you go to the desk and say, well, can I have my $600? I can have my yep. you know, $2,000 yep. or whatever. Yep. So, so that, look, I, I, th- I think that will have an effect on junior sport, and I think it'll have an effect on some amateur teams that are sponsored by clubs and pubs. That could, that could and, be an out. And this is you know, the thing. A, it's a, easy to say. Easy to take the moral view, oh, well, gambling advertising's bad. But gambling, like cigarettes, like some of the other things in our society, they pay for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, 
They do indeed. One triple three five three. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yes, I get it. We're talking about gambling advertising. We just had a gambling ad, but hey, that's the world we live in. Luke from Burwood, good morning to you. One triple three five three. Good morning, everyone. Um, I just uh, wanted to point out that, like um, you mentioned earlier, just before the break, about like how, um, like about gambling advertising, like it's you can't really ban it because as a society in Australia, like we just had the Melbourne Cup run on Tuesday, so gambling is a part of the psyche in Australia. So the problem is with that is like it's in the psyche, so you're not really going to change it with a gamble responsibly at the end. Now, my suggestion would be is like when you have an Aboriginal TV show on TV and they say, please be aware that there's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders may appear that may have been deceived. Yes, yes. Something to that similar effect when a okay. gambling ad's on. Like the sports bet ad just there, you might say right at the top, this next ad's about advertising. If you need right. assistance, please call the gambling mm. hotline. So you would top it instead of tail it? Correct. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, there yeah. we go. Uh, that's an interesting suggestion. That's a, yeah, I haven't heard that idea before. No. Mm. Uh, one triple three five three. You can call us any time. Uh, we're going to the UK after this. Kangaroos winners over Lebanon, but really, how good were they? We'll talk to Brent Reed uh, as Triple M Dead Set Legends continues. Thanks to Sportsbet. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, we spent a lot of the first hour talking about um, the Australian cricketers and their struggles and the fact they're not going to make the semis. Well, the Kangaroos are going to make hang the on, semis. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Dan. They may make the semis. Right. We still, it, it's not over yet. And I, I'm now, I've, I've, I've given up. Okay. Santa so, so it's a lovely surprise of Sri Lanka. Might bring okay. me a diamond bike for Christmas. <laughs> okay. It's a lovely surprise okay. of Sri Lanka. My point is this, though, Candice, Kangaroos flying. They thumped Lebanon today, 48-4. But I've got to say, they're not playing that well. You saw the game, didn't you, Rich? Yeah, I watched it this morning. They, they are in such bad habits. Now, it's not their fault. They're on a Kentucky no. tour. It's, it, it was lacklustre this morning, I thought. And I think the danger is they've had so many, you know, walkovers, basically, that, that it's not conscious of them. They're not trying to slack off. They're just their intensity has dropped. Also, it's been such a long season from when the NRL first started that oh, mentally yeah. they've kind of Have just to. checked out. Have to. Yeah. Now, the question is, can they switch on? Because now, now the tournament starts. New Zealand next week, we assume, and then probably England the week after. Brent Reed, I tell you what, speaking of Kentucky tours, you look at this bloke's Instagram feed. <laughs> oh he's God. either at the soccer <laughs> or he's at a pub with uh, the other journos. Reedy loves Hello, nothing Reedy. but a junket. He loves a junket. <laughs> Hello, Dan. Hello, Reedy. I'm Kentucky tour, Dan. I'm exhausted. I've been working so hard, Dan. Honestly. No, well, you actually had a very nice interview with. Long- you, you, you produced a, an eight-week holiday after this. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, did have a good interview with Cam Munster that was in the paper the other day. So you are doing something, yeah. Reedy. But um, are we a bit harsh yeah. on, on the kangaroos? Because from the other side of the world, they're not firing on all cylinders yeah. yet. Well, no, I agree with you, Dan. But I reckon they're only going as hard as they've got to at the moment. And I've got to say there's some extenuating circumstances. They've had some illness through the team. Mm. You know, Mal's had it this week. A couple of other players, Nathan Cleary hasn't been well, and he kicked like he wasn't well tonight. Um, you know, so, and a couple of guys got little niggly injuries. So I think there are some extenuating circumstances. And as I said, I think they're in second gear at the moment. They've been waiting to play the Kiwis. Mal, Mal admitted after the game, I'm actually standing outside the stadium now. Mal's just done his press conference, conference, and he actually said that, you know, they, they've they been planning to play New Zealand. So yeah. it's, it's been on the horizon for a long time. You know, these other games were just a warm-up for that. And I reckon we'll bring out the best in them next week. Reedy, really, we, 
New Zealand take on Fiji and we're assuming that New Zealand are going to win and then mm. obviously... Oh, Hagen, you're assuming now. Ah, yes, you yes, can't assume okay, Sri going to beat oh, England. Oh, everyone pile it on me today. <laughs> oh, oh, playing the victim um, is not your style. Do you think Australia's easy lead-up may affect them playing against New Zealand? Well, to be fair, New Zealand's had a pretty soft lead-up as well. I mean, look, all the top teams in the pools have had pretty soft lead-ups because... You know, the tournament's been pretty lopsided, really. I mean, the, the top teams have have gone well, but um, or, or have, we're always going to win their pools, right? So New Zealand were always going to win their pool. They didn't really get challenged either uh, in the in the pool game. So, um, you know, I, I just think, look, there's obviously a lot of guys who know each other. We talked to James Tedesco tonight about Jared Warrior Hargraves and Joey Manu, and you know, I just think you know Latrell's obviously going up against Joey, and they've got a, a history that we're all well aware of. So, I just think that. It's the sort of game that they've been looking at mm. for a long time. They, it's been on. It's been at the forefront of their mind. You know, these other games were a bit of a pothole, pothole on the highway to the semi-finals, right? And they've got there now. And I just think, I just think they're ready to unload. All right, beautiful, ready. We've got to go because we're disciplined here at the Dead Said Legends. Thank you very much, mate. We might speak to you next week. Stay tuned to that Instagram, Dan. Goodbye. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Now, our friends at Sportsbet decided they'd be clever. They put up a market. When will I get my luggage back from a Legionnaire? I won't go through the whole story, but it's the cheap airline. It's now October 9, so we're now nearly a month. Anyway, they've got a market up at Sportsbet if you want to be a fool. If you want to, before November 25, $2.15. After November 25, $1.62. Let me tell you something. There's not a hope in hell it's going to hear before November 25. So gamble responsibly. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Uh, we're just talking about our favourite cricket commentators. Harsha Bogler. Oh. I love Harsha. I think he's my favourite too. Oh, he's, he's always been mine. When he and Kerry O'Keefe used to be on together in the, you know, in a summer of cricket when India was touring, it's just phenomenal. I, I lament that we've lost a lot of those beautiful cricket commentators who could spin a yarn and mm. eloquently, and that we get a lot of, you know, capturing the moment with a bit of screaming here and there. And that, but, hey, nothing wrong with that, Richard. No, no, nothing wrong with that at, at Dan all. Dan makes a living out of that. But, yeah. you know, I just lament that uh, the, the great thing about cricket, I love listening to cricket more than I love watching it, if the commentators are storytellers. We've got Harsha, Ian. Oh, I love these world tournaments where we get a mix yes. of everyone. Ian yes. Smith. Where is Bumble Lloyd? Yes. I don't where like Ian Bumble? Smith. I don't think, I don't like his commentary. Really? Oh, I, really? I quite like it. Uh, Jonathan yeah. Agnew was one of my favourites. Yeah. I used to like um, you Mark like Nicholas. Oh, you are. A, Who? You are. A, Who? Hang on. You don't like Ian Smith, but you do like Mark Nicholas. Yeah. What's wrong with I that? I like he's, Mark Nicholas too, but he's a toff. And but, Ian Smith yeah, is a champion. Yeah, I just, I'm not saying as a person, but just to listen to their okay. voice and to hear what they say. He was as smooth as a baby's behind that, wasn't he, Mark Nicholas? <laughs> well, just What's ask wrong him. with that? Now, we're a week late on this, but Dana White, boss of UFC, has announced his latest venture, professional face slapping. Yes, it is as straightforward as that name suggests. It's really? two people standing toe-to-toe. They take turns in slapping each other's face. First one to give up, give first one that gives up loses. So is this a bit like knuckles? You know, when you no. used to be in the playground, you'd play knuckles. Like yes, whoever has the best reaction time. You know what? Oh, they should be wearing lederhosen. It's that ridiculous. You I think it's going it. to be popular. 
I, th- I think it's going to be I think proper- this is something that Richard would like. You know the other sport? No. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want our button man... Uh, and uh, I need a better title, Owen. You're better than that. I'm oh, sorry. and what would your but title no, like no, to be? No, yeah, he brought up pickleball. Now, this is this what? sport. Pickleball is going to take the world by storm. I don't. I'm not saying sure it's any it good. Is. Pickleball. It is. You know, in America, there's like eight million players already. It's a mix of tennis and ping pong. So they're playing with on tennis courts, but much smaller. So they can cut a tennis court in four, basically. Wasn't racquetball something like well, this? Well, this is with uh, plastic uh, Paddle. um, paddles and plastic balls. Oh, it sounds awful. So neighbourhoods are up in arms because the noise is horrible. It's yeah. like uh, cicadas or something. And people are going to watch this. People are watching it and people are playing it in droves. Why do they call it pickleball? When I don't they're not know. using pickles. Because pickles watch it. I don't know. Or maybe they need, it's so hard that they get cramps and they need pickle juice. Uh, what about the dist- <laughs> just move on, Richard? Don't 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 encourage it. What about the disturbing footage, Candace, of Virat Kohli's hotel room? Someone broke into his hotel room in in Perth. What was disturbing about it? Filmed it. Well, the fact they got in fact it was tidy. I mean, how tidy? He is fastidious, really. Virat like Kohli. like weirdly OCD tidy. That's a very good but way you know to what? describe but, it. But maybe mm. it wasn't him. Maybe it was the cleaners who made his room all tidy. But oh. the fact that someone you know, intruded in his personal private That's space. Disgraceful. I think is disgraceful. Yeah. And um, you know, oh, yeah. you know, these guys basically travel so much, and for their uh, privacy to be, tra- I invaded just think it's, it's like invaded. That. It's they, just it's disgusting. Cleaner, didn't it? Because I just can't imagine the Indian team. This is the richest, one of the richest sporting teams in the world. Wouldn't have that room heavily secured. That that level, that floor heavily well, secured. Generally, they do have a security guard on each level, so it must have been some. Obviously, someone within an employee. But what an idiot posting it on social media. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, yeah. post it to your friends, whatever. Yeah. Don't do it. And very sad news, by the way, the legendary Swans fan, Kenny Williams, passed away this yeah. week. Um, now, he was a, I'm sure you know who he is. He yeah. Was, he was, whenever you saw them singing the team song, he was right. the small, diminutive, senior, great, had a shock Whitehead. of white hair, and he would sing the song with absolute passion and get all the boys rallied yeah. around and that. And he was just a wonderful character around the Swans, and, and they'll sadly miss him because it's those characters that are the, the absolute heart and soul of all f- football or sporting clubs, mm. those sort of people. Well said. Well said. He's at the club for a very, very long time. Uh, Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. We're speaking a bit of motorsport after this. Cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Good morning, Rusty. Dan, Candice, good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey, we do this for Rusty's Garage, of course, which is flying, and you can get it for free on the listener app. I asked this last week, I sort of powered through. Why is it the Gold Coast race night time for supercars? Uh, I thought that was the, the grand plan. They're going to have the thing under lights. Well, uh, you know you know what? Uh, there's probably a great cause for that now, given the unbelievable return they had, Dan. So uh, record crowd there. The energy around the whole event okay. was amazing. If there was any doubt about uh, whether it was going to be well supported in the wake of COVID, they absolutely hit it out of the park. That's a that's a great um, and important thing to have back on the calendar. If you had a shot, you imagine Candace. So the Gold Coast, you've got the 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 the, the waves lapping the beach. You got the lights starting to take effect. You got the the vroom vrooms going around. The meter maze. That is a sh- now. See that you are filthy. <laughs> I, I was 
talking about motor racing, and you've brought that into it. I'm just oh, saying oh, it. That, oh, that's a shot that would go around the world. It would. Anyway, um, uh, speaking of that, Peter Adderton, who brought uh, Greg, Greg Murphy out of retirement for Bathurst, is hoping to run a car next year for a young racer, but he needs a franchise. Will supercars give him one? Oh, Dan, I hope so. Um, you know, he's a disruptor. He's a different kind of operator. The sport needs him. Now, I mean, he was heavily involved in the sponsorship and activations around the Gold Coast last weekend, and together with supercars, they hit it out of the park. So there's no question about that. He's committed to buying a car, a new Camaro, from one of the you know the best and biggest teams in the sport. So that's box tick. He's got a great young racer that paired with Greg Murphy in Richie Stanaway, who should be on that grid, in my opinion, in a full-time capacity. So uh, I think all of the, the, the key sort of um, elements are there. I just hope that common sense prevails and they get a rubber stamp. Rusty, this weekend the F1 is in Brazil. Now, there's a bit of chat that young Jack Doohan may be first reserve next year. Candice, how good. So son of five-time MotoGP world champion Mick Doohan, He's gone the four-wheel path with a star in karting and, and has been winning races as he's climbed the ladder toward Formula One. You guys know he's been doing that this year in Formula Two. He's a part of that Alpine Academy where they give youngsters a chance and he's been doing some practice for them in F1. So they say, a story from the Speed Cafe guys, that uh, he is the man in waiting and the man most likely. So um, fingers crossed we might have more Aussies involved in F1 yeah. in, uh, in 2023. And all these, we're in November, all these seasons are coming to an end. You've got the final um, MotoGP round this week. Jack Miller, uh, he's off to KTM next year. Now, could he make a difference and turn that squad into, into front runners? You, you know, Dan, that with the likes of Toby Price, for example, at Dakar on dirt bikes, KTM are, are unbelievably strong. And we want them to be regular front runners and winners in MotoGP. So you imagine the kind of IP that Jack Miller brings from his time with a factory squad like Ducati, that is invaluable. And I think this is going to reinvigorate him. When Jack's in orange next year, I think it's going to be a really good chapter for him. All right, good stuff. Thank you, Rusty. We'll talk to you next week. Have a lovely weekend. See you soon. It's all for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Dead Set Legends finished for another uh, day. Uh, we're here for another few weeks, by the way. I've just remembered something to mention here, Richard. All these great sponsors, Sports Bet, Bendix Breaks, bring us Rusty, uh, the Candace. I mean, the Candace Quiz has got a sponsor, for God's sake. It's because it's so outstanding. The list of grievances has never had a sponsor. <laughs> I know. Unsullied no, by sponsorship. No, no one ever wants to sponsor As Ernie this. Johnson would say. Unsullied. Unsullied, Unsullied. by sponsorship. But I mean, I, I, I think we could have a sponsor for this. Anyway, Richard's list of I'll tell you, it won't be the sponsor. The people who operate those tunnels under the city where the cars go <laughs> under. Because what about their stupid announcements? Right? I'm sitting in the car listening to something. I'll be listening to a race. Yeah. And they're 100 metres out. Yeah, I agree. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> People travelling in the northbound lane, I'm in the southbound lane! I don't care. Get off. And you can't get it off. You cannot <laughs> no, you get can't. rid of it. No, that's right? true. You can, it doesn't matter. The only, you know thing the only you way you can do it? Stream turn the radio it. off. No, stream it. That's the only way you can do it because it won't interrupt the stream. But you don't expect it. When you're driving through, you don't expect, oh, it's going to go off. I better no, you're stream right. the race. You're exactly. Who thinks right. about that? Well, only unless you're in bumper to bumper See, and you're in there for no. a while. See, I think they've got cameras in there. They see me drive in. <laughs> <laughs> right? And they know I'll be listening to a race or something, and that's when they do it. 
They, I'm being targeted. Do you think it's personal? Yes. I'm being targeted by the tunnel lady. Okay. How often does well, this who's happen? Who's running it? Kyrie Irving. I don't even know who that okay, is. Okay, that's a reference. Right. People will understand that reference, Friedman. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's stupid. Stop it. No one cares. All right, people know if there's an emergency vehicle to get out of its way. We already know that. You know, next thing they'll say, keep both hands on the wheel. Stay in your lane. <laughs> you know, right, it's just it. stupid. That's it. Goodbye. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner.